Hi there, and welcome to Mini Geek Critique, the podcast that talks about anything and everything geeky. This is the third episode of the Represent series, looking at how women have been represented in sci-fi movies over the decades. Last episode, we looked at James Whale's Bride of Frankenstein from 1935, and as we're now in the 40s, I thought we'd have a look at The Invisible Woman, directed by A. Edward Sutherland, and starring Virginia Bruce, John Howard, and John Barrymore. Don't forget, there will be spoilers. Wealthy playboy Dick Russell has been funding Professor Gibbs and his crazy experiments and has become destitute. With the promise of making Russell a millionaire, Gibbs advertises for a human test subject in the local paper. Model Kitty Carroll answers the ad with the intention of exacting her revenge on her mean boss. Strong-willed and independent Kitty visits the professor who turns her invisible. While Kitty makes a visit to her old boss, Professor Gibbs visits Russell to tell him of his success and Kitty discovers that alcohol affects her invisibility and collapses at Russell's lodge. Some gangsters find out about the invention and go to the professor's house to steal it. Unable to work it, they kidnap the professor and Kitty, but together with the help of Russell, they escape the gangsters, Russell declaring his love to Kitty. The final scene, we see Kitty and Russell have had a baby together, who promptly turns invisible when wiped with some rubbing alcohol, apparently hereditary, according to the professor. The third in the series of films based around The Invisible Man from Universal Pictures, this was much more comedy than its horror predecessors. With the addition of Shemp Howard, one of the studios, as one of the gangsters, it was a much more light-hearted offering than the other films. The film is 70 minutes long, but it isn't as action-packed as you might think or hope. Virginia Bruce portrays an excellent Kitty, The Invisible Woman. She is independent and strong-willed and is extremely comfortable in her body as she happily strips behind a screen to be experimented on with people looking on. Her only reasoning for wanting to turn invisible is to torment her boss after he treats her and her friends with utter contempt, and unnecessarily so. He berates them for having a cold, being two minutes late, for questioning his behaviour or even just for breathing. When he goes to visit him as an invisible woman, she threatens to toss him out of a window unless he starts to treat everyone better. It's only because he thinks of her as a ghost that he would even consider listening, not the woman who called him out on his behaviour earlier. Typically, the women in this film are seen as people who service the men, whether that's in a literal sense, for example, Margaret Hamilton plays the professor's housekeeper, or as eye candy. But it is unusual to see someone such as Kitty being so upfront and sassy. It made for a refreshing change considering these types of characters were normally the antagonist, not the main character. I wanted to cringe when the men were pining over an invisible kitty when they realised that she was naked when she was invisible. Indeed, the film was considered risque because of the implied nakedness for much of the film. Despite its short length, the film was a bit of a slog for me to watch. The jokes weren't funny in some respects and they seemed forced, although it did look like the actors were having fun and not taking themselves too seriously. There wasn't much sci-fi in this film, I felt I was duped. Okay, granted, this decade was seriously lacking your stereotypical sci-fi. During the 40s, the cinema was still a huge source of entertainment. The audience would go for hours watching series of films or programmes or to catch up on the news. 
during this time, particularly with 1940, uh, when Europe was at war, the cinema was one of the ways people could keep in touch with world affairs. But the films that were shown during this decade were either part of a series or noticeably short. This is the first film that was based in a contemporary setting, the previous two being set in the future. Yes, Bride of Frankenstein was set in the future of Mary Shelley, but lacked much of the sci-fi trope. There was Professor Gibbs's lab, and that was it. The lab had a very similar feel to the lab from Metropolis, but again, that was it. It was seriously lacking in sci-fi. The focus of this film was the comedy aspect and the shenanigans that being invisible could cause, Whilst the film was indeed fun, and you could see that the actors were enjoying themselves, Kitty seemed to be the subject of most of the jokes, or the target of the lecherous men. She is a strong, free-willed woman, but is always put down by the men for even daring to have an independent thought and having an opinion. The special effects of this film are really impressive. Even awarded an Oscar nomination, it lost to I Wanted Wings. The interaction between the invisible woman and other people is cleverly done and the fact it pushed the boundaries when nudity was mentioned was quite liberating. The star of the film is clearly Virginia Bruce. She's having an absolute ton of fun in the role with the supporting actors of John Barrymore and John Howard. My only criticisms were that there wasn't enough Margaret Hamilton, famous for being the Wicked Witch of the West in um, Wizard of Oz. Um, she played the professor's long-suffering housekeeper and it seriously lacked that sci-fi element. It had a lab, it had the invisible woman, that was it. This film was fun, silly, it didn't take itself too seriously, and it used the invisibility trope as a source of fun rather than the horror. A shame that it lacked the sci-fi, but the characters were amusing, witty, and stupidly ridiculous, and that's what made this film. And sometimes you still need a bit of silly escapism, even if it's just for an hour.